0: Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for, I think, the 390th time. And as always, I'm here with the country's premier wellness expert, the number one health guru in the entire universe. He is also (laughs) my brother from another mother. I love him to death. And today we're having fun with Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, brother.
1: Hello, brother. Thanks for the intro, it's uh, always hilarious, I absolutely love it. But I tell you, sometimes um, you give me that accolade, it makes me feel a little bit nervous, and then sometimes you give it to me and I go, oh, that's a nice little pump up, I like that, and from time to time, we all need a little bit of a pump up, and I'm going to take that one today, because um, I, uh, I had the great fortune yesterday to present Cracky Stress Code to a group of about 250 people, mm. um, which is cool, over Zoom, so that's a... That's a big ask, right, oh, That is to the most important presentation to going around at the moment. At the moment? Well, I've refined it. I've revolutionized it. I've oh. revolutionized it. I've revolutionated it. Did you
0: cova- covenate
1: it? And I've, uh, I've covenated it. It's, um, it's really good now. Anyway, I did a 50-minute version of it and punched it out. And, uh, and there's something about really knowing your content. Like, because I did that, I got off the call, I knew I had more to give and I thought, you know, I've got more to give, that would have been great. So then I did a Q&A and I've done videos for that Q&A for this group, which is unreal. Anyway, then I sat in on a presentation today from somebody else who was presenting, um, basically in the next day slot to what I was presenting, and they didn't know the uh, their content. And I'm thinking, this is an important gig. This is a paid gig, and you yeah, you know, you've got the opportunity to really make a difference here. So, what the heck are you doing, not knowing your content? So, I feel good, and it's great that you would say that I'm a, I'm a, you know, serious the number one health in the expert in the known space. universe. Yep. I struggle with that one, I struggle with that one but i'm a- good, i'm a player in this space, and I enjoy it, and I get a lot out of it and i know my i know my stuff absolutely and um and and I don't bang on about stuff that i don't understand enough about so um, anyway it was um yeah it was refreshing to know that I know what I'm talking about as opposed to having to read from you know death by PowerPoint slides.
0: Yeah, and there's nothing worse than seeing a speaker that is reading off slides and they don't know their stuff. And uh, I think the more you speak, the more you can smell a rat, which we've done a few podcasts in the past on smelling a rat. It was in Wellness World. I think uh, that was on maybe – was it Bell Gibson days and a few other um, uh, events that happened in the wellness space where we had to really talk about knowing when to know when someone's blowing wind and knowing when to know yep. when someone is just telling you what you want to hear. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we've been doing this podcast for over seven years but we've known each other for over a decade and, um, And one thing that I love about you, and I know a lot of people have a lot of trouble with this in wellness and in life, is you are very good at saying this is not in my sphere of expertise or you're very good at referring. So even in a health practitioner land, a lot of health practitioners try and fix everything and do everything.
1: Be all. Be all. Yeah.
0: And the best practitioners that I know are the ones that effortlessly refer without a skerrick of ego. Um, to people mm. that they know are more ex- that are, are more well-versed in the, the known problem. And I just love that because it actually endears me more to you and any other expert that doesn't try to be the expert all the time on everything. And without hyper-seriousizing, that's not a word, this episode, um, <laughs> at the moment there are a lot of people that are pretending to know what they're talking about when they actually have no idea and let's actually not make this political because I I get so sick of political (laughs) but let's just talk about this very quickly and then we'll talk about funny things because I'm I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot for some jokes in a moment but there are a lot of people at the moment (laughs) that are pretending to be experts in things they are not experts in and people are falling for it hook, line and sinker left, right and (laughs) centre up, down (laughs) and inside out (laughs)
1: that's right I don't know what the next three one is but three is good three is always good it's so true isn't it a lot of people just blowing smoke and buffing up but it's you know I think there's definitely it's not the space for wellness right now it's um, but wellness is more important now than what it ever has been Mm. um, because if you're not well then you're going to be a statistic, essentially. Um, So you just got to stay well. That's really important. Um, But right now, it's it's people who who, um, are seen to be the credible um, knowledge bearers, the scientists. uh, They're the ones that's their time right now. So, um, you know, who you choose to listen to uh, is important. Um, and it's totally up to you. Um, and who you choose to not listen to is important. It's totally up to you. Obviously, there's rules around what we can do. There's rules of engagement at the moment, particularly here in Victoria. Um, but in other parts of the country where you're still a democracy, you're able to, um, you know, choose to say and be and do whatever you feel like you can do within the law, which is important. Um, But so just because somebody says something doesn't mean that has to be correct. And you and I have spoken about this so many times, PC. Uh, we we can't just be black and white with this. We uh, can't be black and white. It's just not one way to do this because we've never seen a situation like this before. So it can't just be this is the only way. The other day when it was said that it's 50-50, you know, this is the only way we're doing it because this is what the evidence says, that's horrible because it's never been done before. It's all based on modelling. So, anyway. So, off you go. Let's rescue well, me from this.
0: No, no. I, I want to make this personal. Can I just say hi to some people? I just yeah, want to say hi yeah, to Sandy Marsh.
1: Do. Yeah, good. Krista Mountford. She's there. And I said go out of summer before. I think. Um,
0: Helen Pocock,
1: Pina call. Hurley. Are they there? Yeah, my sister
0: Olivia. <laughs> I love my sister Olivia. I love the sister Georgia. Oh, how good she? And my mum who's not watching yeah. never listens. Love you too, mum.
1: <laughs> I feel like Wendy Stewart's falling into that bundle too. She's oh, no. um, she's forgotten all about us, hasn't she, Wendy?
0: Now let me bring this since back because
1: since Hawthorne fell off the rails, yes, she's gone.
0: I need to. I want to bring this back because this is really important for you, me, and all okay. of the other listeners. Because your your um, your little um, whatever soliloquy that you just gave is a really good opportunity for us to look at. Our behavior. So, first thing I want to talk about with you is, and our listeners and our viewers, um, mm-hmm. our parents always told us things that were actually they had no idea about. And we always believed. Like the tooth them. Fairy. Uh, we can go through so many things that our parents were not experts in, but they were the perceived yes. expert at the time in our view. And, and we are like that right now with so many people. And so I want to bring up two examples from my own life, and you can bring up yours. One of them, particularly growing up around food. My parents, God love them. My dad had a milk bar, and all I ate growing up was peppermint crisps, Mars bars, mint slices, white bread, you know, cocoa pops, rice bubbles, curly whirlies, you know. They were not... (laughs) Great. How good were they? Oh, so good. I bought my kids the first Curly Wurly uh, the other week. For the first time, I got no idea what it was, and they'll probably never have one again. But it was at eleven o'clock on the way home from the D's versus the Lions. Oh, right. They were so sad Dude. because they'd never seen the D's lose a game of football in the flesh before. I couldn't find food. There was no dessert at the football. Not one sweet food at the football. How does Corona do that to people? And then I had to get petrol. And anyway, that's the story for another day. But okay, our parents, my parents and and maybe your parents were not the experts in food or nutrition but they were the perceived experts as a child and i say that because i think we are like that with a lot of leaders that we watch on the news at night we think they're the experts and then years later we go actually why were we going why were we listening
1: yeah well wow. With that, this is history repeating, isn't it? You know, just look back to World War Two. Everyone thought that Adolf Hitler was the expert. Oh. Look what he did. Oh. You know. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. All right,
0: and then the anyway. other one. Other one so, is finances. Yeah. So how many times? Yes. And I'm not going to name names, but all I'm going to say is, like, in my family, there was a lot of "do as I say, not as I do." Yeah. So I've got a lot of mixed messages in my upbringing around how to look after money and they're not the experts when it comes to financial wealth. Great, great lessons learnt, great lessons learnt, but really not the experts. So I, I just want to ask people that are watching and listening to this, mm-hmm. whose expertise are you, are you absorbing at yeah. the moment?
1: Great question.
0: Because if you've got references that. that you have listened to someone that you love particularly like a parent or a well-meaning friend but they're not mm-hmm. the expert in it, then it's like someone the other day, a friend of mine, Sam Saggers, said real estate agents are the worst people to take real estate advice from, because like investment advice because their job is on the line. Their job is in selling real estate. It's not in building a portfolio of real estate to create financial wealth. If you want real expert advice, go to someone with three, five, ten Donald properties. Trump. Go to someone that's like, don't go to someone that's <laughs> yeah. earning 50 grand yeah. a year selling 10 properties, yeah. you know, and that's... Anyway, I'm going to just let people ponder. that. And, and Summer yeah. has said, that's quite a comparison, Hitler, but I suppose no leader who rises to power will ever be perfect. That's another thing. Yeah, it's the it's. That I think it's the principle. Thing. It's the
1: principle rather than the parallel. It's the principle. Yeah, I'm not comparing. I didn't compare. I didn't compare. But what I did say, Summer, was that um, when you look at somebody who thinks that they're right, and you uh, acknowledge them for your uh, belief in their decisions that they're right, and then you follow that leadership, things can unravel, and uh, and so that's what I was saying there. So just to clarify that one, uh, Kay says, "Love listening to you guys. You always make so much sense." Thanks, Kay. Um, so here's my thing. Um, there's a whole lot of stuff, and I think we all have some kind of a framework, right? So we've got a framework um, that we're born into, and some people step outside that framework. Some people step outside um, the the social constructs or the norms of that family unit. Uh, you know, or that uh, community, tribal, uh, village unit that you grow up in. So for me, growing up in um in Dandenong, Dandenong North, which is the top of the hill, so it kind of is north of Dandenong, <laughs> Dandenong North, it's like, you know, like Templestowe Upper. You know, it's, you we, know had it's like we had Lower Temple Templestowe. Yeah, we yeah. had Lower Templestowe.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Lower Templestowe. Templestowe Heights. At Templestowe Heights, Heights. <laughs> Dandong North was going to be called Dandong Heights, but we didn't know how to spell it, so we went for North because that was easy to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. I grew up there, and uh, there was a degree of uh, social construct and diet and lifestyle um, that we were all part of. I didn't realize that um, – I actually didn't know that – you got to choose what job you ended up with. So I didn't know this mm. sort of stuff. Mm. I just went to school thinking, oh, well, you just jump on the elevator of life and you get spat out at the other end and you end up being something. I thought, you know, and, and God bless my grandfather, my papa, papa, far out what an absolute legend he was. He would have been in his 101st year this year. And um, But he was the gardener that planted the first trees at Monash University. So he was you know that was his thing and I was always told that he was a gardener and I was like oh wow how good is my grandfather that he was the gardener that planted the first trees at Monash University and then I was told that his dad was the uh the first person who installed um, you know, those little awnings that went over doors in Melbourne, like in Collins Street. So he installed the awnings, right? And so I thought, oh, he must have invented it. And, but he was just the installer. He was the installer. So I was thinking, wow, like, I'm going to turn out all right. You yeah. know, I've got good genes going on here. Right? Which is a good thing. <laughs> like which that, that is
0: a good thing in itself,
1: yes. right? That is a great yeah. thing. yeah is a great thing like yeah. I, I was never left wanting or wondering like I just kind of run around did my thing bought my curly whirlies had my big bosses <laughs> my fags, um, fags that's loved right. all them can't like call those. them that <laughs> anymore can you can they got they got changed i don't care that's ridiculous
0: <laughs> that's like, that's lollies, a, like, that's to the i like i'm not caring about anything else anymore i've been in 6 weeks yeah totally don't pull me up on a on a name of a lolly Yeah, it's a lolly. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so. (laughs)
0: so, Don't tell me my mask is (laughs) (laughs) two-ply.
1: Well, you know, before when I ran downstairs Uh, to get my Father's Day present, I put a mask on and it broke. And I went, oh, I uh, can't believe the mask uh, broke. Because they're expensive. uh, Anyway, so my mask broke.
0: Oh, this is funny. Mm.
1: Anyway, so the social constructs that we grew up in were kind of just that. You know, we'd have uh, fish and chips on Friday. Um you know, we were fish and chips on Friday. We were macas on special occasions. We were rice with white sugar um, after school. Um, rice we with were, white, white um, sugar?
0: What do you do there?
1: Rice and sugar you just on top. Rice. Oh, like yep. sweet rice. That's it. Yeah, just like wow. sweet rice. Oh my God. But really sweet. It's kind of like rice bubbles, but without the milk. Uh, And so that's that's pretty much what I that's what I did, you know. (laughs) Well, I had rice bubbles for breakfast, and so and a dessert spoon of sugar because we thought that carbohydrate fuels were what you needed to have. Oh yeah, that's how every child energy. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. So I would have the big bowl, like a big bowl of Uh, rice bubbles with full cream milk, one or two, if Mum wasn't looking, dessert spoons of of sugar. sugar. (laughs) <laughs> all I eat in and then at the end of it I would scoop up the wet sugar with yeah. my milk and I would just eat that sugar so do you anyway, feel like that's what so, people sorry go on Yep. Yeah. well so that was just how we kind of thought that you did it and you know anybody who ate worse than that was having an unhealthy diet you yeah. know? and that's how people <laughs> that are was, lapping it up
0: People are eating the cocoa pops yes. at the moment, don't you reckon? And they're lathering the sugar yeah. on and going, "What's wrong with? What's so bad about this?" Is kind of essentially the conversations I had with my parents growing up when I started to look at food. They were like, "What's wrong with this?" And don't you find this comes up with food all the time? Stop your whinging. What's so bad about this? What's so bad about you know white bread, <laughs> margarine, Vegemite? You know, like what's so bad about having ten yeah. pieces of Vegemite toast in the morning? It's carbohydrates. It's I feel like there's a bit of that at the moment, and it's like, come on, people, like, wake up.
1: Yeah, I know, right? I know. But then we loved our um, food
0: growing up, didn't we? You loved your food growing up. I I, I love that I had my upbringing that I had.
1: You know when you think about the food you ate when you were growing up, right? I think about the ham steaks. (laughs) Ham steaks. Ham steaks strawberry sauce slices. i have strawberry sauce bam yes. <laughs> sauce on white bread you know i love that chopped in the microwave to make it into like a burger um or um you know i also i used to i loved i loved this was like going to school with half a packet of premiums cuz premium biscuits came in two like sleeves so you got one sleeve wrapped in plastic and another sleeve wrapped in plastic and so I would take one whole sleeve to school for morning tea, and I'd eat just one sleeve, nothing on it, just the biscuits, like <laughs> just just dry biscuits. <laughs> are they like saladas? <laughs> the are they, I they like saladas or are they sweet? No, they were like a salada, but they weren't as puffy and dry as saladas. Like premiums were kind of a bit crunchier. They were kind of nice. They didn't, yeah, they were, I liked premiums more than saladas. Um, my brother used to take a packet of savoys. Um, yeah, we I lived on really
0: savoys like. and cruscuts. I had that many savoys and Cruskets. I
1: love savoys for licking them. Like I used to love licking oh, savoys, like yeah. at people. But that much. Vegemite my favorite savoy's. thing about growing up was fairy bread. I used to <laughs> I used to take um, <laughs> white bread with white bread with healthy Nutella on it because we were dairy free. Oh, Nutlex is so healthy. <laughs> um, and I'd sprinkle hundreds of thousands on top of that and chuck another piece of white bread on top of that. Is that lunch that. or afternoon tea? That was lunch.
0: <laughs> that was your superfood. That was your lunch.
1: That was your lunch.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? Anyway, so no no wonder oh, people get so sick. Because I was sick, you know, it's like so got to the end of year 12 and – I'm driving down Geelong Road and I'm probably having appendicitis or gallbladder <laughs> attacks and I'm sweating it up and I'm, I thought it was the bouncing uh, of my orange Gemini as I'm going over the bumps uh, of the most boring road on the planet, you know, from Melbourne to Geelong. And, uh, and I'd pull over and, and I'd be in pain, right? Yeah. So I was in pain. And I'd have to fall asleep because I thought if I keep on driving, I'm going to have a crash. So I'd pull over, 8.30 at night, have a little sleep on the side of the road because I was in so much pain. Um. Sometimes my car would restart. Sometimes it wouldn't restart because the radiator had run out of water. Um, and so, um, you know, then I'd get on back on the road and get back to Geelong. But I was not a well kid. Um, so I never wanted for Jackson to be not a well kid. So mm. then we fast forward. It wasn't that long really, probably only a decade from when, you know, not even that, like yeah. less than a decade, less than a decade I had dropped out of accounting school, like, it's kind of like a beauty school dropout, dropped out of a canning school, went on to study to be a naturopath, thought there was no similarity between a homeopath and a naturopath because that's how little i knew about what naturopathy was and then somehow i was now an expert because i studied four years of naturopathy somehow i was now an expert in nutrition and the health of the human body i'd just done a four-year course in naturopathy so i had a philosophy around it i need to learn a whole lot more so um essentially from 1997 to where we are now i then went on to study a whole lot more so now i would probably feel better equipped but if we rewind back to when Jackson was a baby, which was like 2000, year 2000. When he was conceived in 1999. I
0: was in year 12 in that year.
1: Were you? <laughs> Are you that young? Jackson was conceived in 1999. Unbelievable. So um, maybe even to a Prince song.
0: <laughs> Purple Rain <laughs> or Diamonds and Pearls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is so random. Now this has gone so random. <laughs> well, it was a, you know, as a Prince song, party like it's nineteen ninety nine. So we, uh, anyway, Jack is conceived. I knew very little about nutrition at that stage of my life. I thought that vegetarianism was the bee's knees, the beel and endor, the ants pants, the ducks guts, um, the bells and whistles of all diets, all foods, and that's how you're going to be healthy. Well, I was so healthy. I look at the photo. There's a photo taken of me the day that I found out that Michelle was pregnant. And uh, I'm working in this pharmacy in in Trelgan, and I look like – I've survived Chernobyl. Like, like, seriously. I'm so unhealthy looking. Stun mullet. I was definitely a stun mullet and I was unhealthy. I didn't know enough about it. I wouldn't drink coffee, but I would, uh, you know, I'd drive through McDonald's and buy fries because, you know, they were the vegetarian version of McDonald's. Uh, So that's, that's kind of what I did. I loved lemon. Well, those lemon pies, you know, those apple pies, I get the yeah. lemon pies, all that sort of stuff. So I always found a cheat around it. So anyway, when you're thrown into the pit and you have to learn stuff, then you learn stuff. So there's people at the moment that are learning as they go. So I'm coming back to, um, you know, these constructs. So you can learn on the run. So that's what's happening at the moment with our esteemed leaders is they're learning on the run. Um, but they don't know how to refer out. Yep. Does that 100%, make sense? So 100% they real. are learning on the run, they don't know the truth. They're making it up as they go. They're faking it till they make it. And they are hoping that they don't do too much collateral damage along the way. Mm. Now there's oppositional oh. uh ideas and thoughts and and they get labelled conspiracy theories or alternative thinkers or anti-maskers, anybody who has a different thought process, including Alan Jones, and I think he's doing a great job at raising awareness. I feel like he's, he's anybody one of the questions. only ones at the moment. <laughs> and Luke Darcy, Onya yeah. on your, on your dart. Da. Well done, Luke. It's, and the reason why I say Onya is because they're asking questions, not necessarily because I 100% believe in what they say, Um but they ask questions that most people aren't asking and that creates debate. And I love a bit of debate. I think it's really important. We, um,
0: we need to wrap this episode up. Sorry. We need to wrap this episode up because we, we're going to record another one on our Facebook Live. But we are getting – I just want to give right. one analogy of, of everything that you said uh, before we go mm-hmm. on to the next episode because for our people on Facebook, if they hang around, I think we're going to double up here. But based on Damo's okay. childhood diet, fairy bread is the news. If you're watching the news, eating the news, consuming the news, the news is fairy bread for the head. And you're not going to become that empowered having fairy bread for the head uh, every day. Coco Pops is cases. So if the cases are freaking you out, or maybe Coco Pops are test numbers and cases, and you're looking at cases, because all cases do is rise and rise and rise global cases rise and rise and rise not active cases just cases and people get bought, caught up into cases and then using the diet analogy i think the superfood is critical cases which if anyone ever looks at critical in the news will never tell you critical um, there's not a hospital bed problem in australia because there's probably i think about 29 critical cases and we've got thousands of beds so that will never happen on the news just like healthy food not never really got a good look until covid came along and everyone thought oh i better start eating well for my health and all the rest of it so just monitor how much fairy bread you're putting on or putting in your head and monitor your cocoa pop consumption and and ideally just if you're going to keep an eye on anything covid just look at critical and you can probably get a bit more perspective that way um damo Mm -hmm. We'll carry on on Facebook land, but we'll, for the sake of this episode, we want to thank all of our listeners for joining us uh, to continue being involved with the great man that is Damien Christoph. Make sure you head on over to Damien myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. And if you're not watching this on Facebook, get on board every Wednesday afternoon, around about three o'clock, unless we're running a little bit late, facebook.com forward slash 100 not out to spell it all out. And if that's too much for you, then all the pretty pictures are over at Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash 100 not out. Thanks again your company and support of our message and until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life the best of your life bye for now, bye for now.
1: this has been a production of the wellness couch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives